take it. and basketball analysis with over 70 years combined experience. This is the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast. NBA, some college, a little bit of everything. You know, what can I say? Well, it wasn't going to happen here with him. I was okay with it because it wasn't about talent, I didn't think. All right, let's, let's get right to it. All right, guys, here we go. Boy, I'll tell you what. Uh, we used to talk about the postseason in hockey really you know, raising the game, but it's happening in the NBA this year. I mean, you could have just not watched a regular season game and just check out the playoffs and you'll be all set. So let's get to that. We'll start with the Celtics in a minute, but I have to remind you here with the Ryan Goodman Tangway Along for the Right podcast brought to you by Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, including updated odds of the playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that baseball is back and the start of Major League Baseball season is finally here. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting in your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. So let's start with the Celtics. And just what a great basketball game. I mean, I, I'll start with you, Bob. It was – it delivered, man. And we'll get to the, you know, Kyrie flipping the bird and all that stuff. But what a game. It was a, a wonderful game. And, of course, it was uh, punctuated at the end by two spectacular – two exemplary things accomplished by the Boston Celtics. The first was a, a textbook example of how to defense two great players with the game on the line. The, the, the great double team that forced Kyrie to give the ball up to Durant, who was guarded well and was forced into a, a, a an off-balance uh, prayer of a three-pointer, which he missed, A. So starts with that. Rebound outlet. Every, and then what they did on the last possession was what, is, you know, it should be done, but you don't expect it to be done any, by, by anybody. And certainly not by the Celtics on December and of 2021 they wouldn't have made that play you know that we all know that from and- all angles bob from all from the tatum angle moving without the ball from the marcus smart angle with you know he would have jacked that three we we know that yeah now i have a question and uh, uh, do you think that if they were down two rather than one that he would have jacked that three going I hope not I hope he would have made the same decision to try to. You what know, do you think? Yeah, it's, well, I think it's a 50 50. I mean, here's why. And, and we know that he seems to have been reformed. He's got religion now. He understands how to play the position. The point you know, guard religion. Yeah, he does. Is. He's got the, he's, he's, he's a member. He's got baptism. It's, 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 I don't know who baptized him. Yeah, he, he found it. He found the point guard guard. I'll give it to Eme. Maybe he went to 427 Salisbury Street and, and Worcester and, and then, you know, and to see the kosher, the, the great kosher, the, the great godfather of point guards. I don't know. But here's my question. In, in the modern world with the mentality that they have, how many times do you see when a team, a guy is down two, they won't go for the two? Right. right. Because they don't even think about the two. Well, it's all about the mentality of the game is the three. To win. I wonder if it were two rather than one. I'm so thank God they were down one that he would have 
gone for? Well, we'll never know. I'm just throwing it out there. Well, I mean, Marcus had hit, he was shooting the ball well, so maybe he would have taken the, the shot. But I think that most other, I think most people in that circumstance in would, take the would have taken, all right, but thank God it wasn't one. All right. So on every level, it was great. You know, the, the Brown giving it up, he could have forced something on the baseline. Yeah. Brown giving it up, smart doing what he did with the up fake and duck through the two guys. And then the smart cut by, which was reminiscent of DJ's cut after Larry stole the ball, by the way. Yep. If DJ doesn't cut to the basket, Larry's fallen out of bounds and, and Pistons win that game, by the way. Just remember that. DJ's cut. Well, he came, our guy in there this year came from the foul line. And when you see the really the replay, you know, Durant's still standing there just watching, and that's fine. And then, not it's been commented upon by some people, but not enough. The deft, that's the EFT, artful, artistic, uh, balletic, spinning layup. Right. He could have crashed over Guy Reed. God knows. Maybe he doesn't get the call. Maybe, maybe it's a charge. You don't know. You don't know. He avoided contact beautifully and then just laid the ball in. And yeah, so so much of, of what happened in those final <laughs> two possessions was something that, again, you alluded to it like we didn't see from this team for two years, right? No. Moving the basketball. Moving the basketball. Like, That's, it's just it, it was beautiful, right? Everybody was giving up a good shot for a better shot. That's how and, you should be playing the yeah. game. But, but, but people, they didn't and it's for not so just long. Them, Jeff, and it's not just them. It's not just them. It's the and this is all taking back. Well, this is a lot of things at stake here. One is the worship of the three, which I think, as I said, if it were a two point game, I'm ninety nine percent of teams would have somebody would have taken a three and just to go right. win rather than worrying about going overtime. That's number one. Unless they got an open dunk or something like that. All right. So you're right. Uh, it, the sharing the ball. That's the way it should be played. I think. I think maybe Phoenix might do that. I mean, Miami might do that. All right, fine. But they. But we know in December the Celtics weren't doing that. And, Hell. Hell. and once again, I come back, Marcus, you, 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 you happily proved me wrong. He's the I, key. Never, I'm so happy you know. to be wrong. Yeah, I said you're not a point guard. Well, he's learned. He's, we all did. We all, we all did. And I've seen him play since he was 15 years old, Bob. <laughs> so to, to make a change like this, and I don't know how, Mark, how old Marcus Smart is now. He's got to be, what, 20, 28? 28, 28 yeah. let's say. So he's been playing like this for 13 years. And to change who you are and the way you play, I, I give a lot of credit to Marcus Smart. I give a lot of credit to Ime Adoka because whatever buttons he and my, my guess is Damon Stoudemire, the assistant mm-hmm. coach who played the point guard position for years mm-hmm. in the NBA, deserves a lot of credit too for working with Marcus Smart this year and, and figuring turned, it. Yeah. Turned 28 uh, last month. And the defensive player of the year. Ninth year. And the defensive player of the year, too, guys. Oh, I'm so happy about that. Yeah. It's just, you know, uh, we, we, you know, I once, I, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I know. I'm making this all about me. I'm sorry. Just indulge me for two minutes. <laughs> yeah. How happy I was on both levels. Number one, that he got it. He, I'm glad a guard got it. I'm glad, you know, it doesn't always have to be about a shot blocking center as good as they are. Go bear. I'm not, nothing against them. Not God knows, you know, but I'm glad they gave it to a, something other than a shot blocking center. Okay. A. B, uh, this completes the Bob Ryan uh, uh, daily double in that Jackie Bradley years, three years ago, got his gold glove that he deserved three years before that. And now Marcus Smart. And I think to me, they're the same person. They were until Marcus got the religion, the, 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 the the same person on the, on their field. They were, they were these athletic 
lopsided, brilliant guys in one and so-so in the other department. But anyway, I see them in the same light. So now he's got the defensive player of the year to match Jackie Bradley's gold glove. I'm down off the soapbox. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, listen, he's done it on both ends of the court this year. That He wasn't great defensively a year ago, not nearly as good as he had been. And he's gotten back to that and what he's done in the op- – usually – if you if you spend that much energy on the defensive side of the ball, and maybe it's helped him a little bit that he's just been more of a facilitator, so he can spend more energy on the defensive end of the ball. And again, you're letting guys make plays rather than constantly trying to do it yourself, which I thought he was trying to do too much. So I, I don't know what it's been. It would be great to have him on after the season and, and try to get his take on exactly okay. what it was and who it was that got him to change uh, if, because if he he, admit, he, if he he's been the key. Even, if he would even admit that he's changed, right. I don't know. Right. You know. He might say, well, no, he hates me. So, I mean, his, 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 his agent threatened to strangle me once. <laughs> you know, Cause I all. said what Bob was saying, I said, what we're always saying, we say Marcus is gone and he's not playing the game. Right. And his agent was down at the garden. He was like, he was tangling. I'm going to strangle him. <laughs> like now, and now, you know, he's done it about facing like Bob says, Here's the thing, guys, right now, and, and I was very um, – I was just kind of cautious going into this series because the Celtic Hawks were out, and that's fine. They were the regular season. The Celts are going to wipe the floor with the nets and so forth, and even oh. some of the media members. It's like, wait a minute, guys. Wait a minute. Come on. This, the playoffs are different. Kyrie's coming back. Durant's been hurt. But what happened was the final play, which convinced me, okay, and Bob talked about it and Jeff talked about it. Is the pass from Marcus Smart to Tatum. Now, that also is tape. Guys, we've seen it with Belichick. I'll use that. Brady and Belichick were able to say, look, if you play as a team, it works. Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, look, if you play as a team, it works. What Edoka has, and he obviously has done a great job, is now he's got tape. All he has to do for anybody is play that tape. And we all know, guys, that's what, that's what it's about. That's how guys, when guys know that if I listen to this coach, I will win and make more money in any sport, in any sport. And now he has the evidence. That is a great point. And as you spoke, something occurred to me. You think that isn't being done by other coaches right now? Sure. Oh, I wouldn't be saying somebody, I'll bet the least two or three of the other have done it already or are planning yeah. to do it. And yeah. uh, certainly every college and high school should be doing it. You know, if it should be so showing it to them. Bob, yeah. I mean, I know that I, I, I thought back to the 80s because I, I know, Bob, we always like to mention winning time and it gets Bob Ryan going <laughs> uh, on HBO. But, you know, <laughs> I remember in the 80s, I can't remember who the assistant coach was, but the Celtics were running people out of the building and the ball wasn't hitting the floor. And I mean, the Lakers were doing it, too. But it was the, the Celtics were being unselfish, I should say. I shouldn't say running people out of the building, but they were definitely a pass oriented team. Yeah, they were. And the assistant coach says, I don't know why more people don't do it. It's not brain surgery. If you do it, you win. Well, you, you know? have to have the right players. But you well, you got to have the right players. Right you got to have the right players. But, I mean, that's the thing that's so frustrating. I didn't think the Celtics had the right personnel. Well, it's the coach, though, Jeff. That's it. I mean, right now, you got to give coach of the year to, yes. to Ime. you got to. Well, I, we're, I'm not going to necessarily – He's I mean, in the equation. Not, He's in the equation. There's a lot of good candidates. Well, there are, but I mean, Bob, this team was done. You just said. Oh, in I know. They, they, they were done. They were, they were at best angling for the four or five seed. At and best. he inherited He inherited a mess. That's, the, that's what we fail to admit, right? 
what what Brad left behind, it, it wasn't good. It just it wasn't good. Again, now part of it was in a pandemic. They're in a bubble for a year. There it wasn't the same. I, I get it all, but listen, the chemistry wasn't right. We could see that. And and what Ime has has done in the last, you know, 40 or so games is remarkable. And and I think again, he had to let them bottom out to some degree before he could get their attention and get them to understand like, Hey, you keep playing this way, but here's what you are. The numbers show it. You're a 500 team. You're a playing team. Unless you, you guys change. There's one other thing. And this is Chris back to coaching, which is they didn't call timeout after the rebound. And, and this is something, this is age old of, you know, debate about what you should do. And, and, and this, I'm thinking about how they may have been prepared situationally, perhaps by Amy, you know, and, and if we get in a certain circumstance, you know, go, you know, however many seconds, you know, cut off line, whatever, you know, don't call timeout, allowing the other team to set their defense and us to maybe botch the inbounds play, you know, all the thing. and you know, when you do that, you know, it's going to be that, you know, that's going to round up in a, in a, in a long shot, a three by somebody. So that's the other thing. I, a game guys, I, I'm just, I'm just saying history. Uh, there was a game back in the seventies, the Celtics beat the bullets on a Sunday afternoon when, they had a similar situation of which they got the rebound and, and, and decided not to call the timeout down one. Yeah. And the winning basket was a trailer fast break jumper by Dave Cowens. And, but it was, that's, it was, you know, so I, that just flashed across my mind that so good basketball was good basketball, no matter, no matter what decade we're talking about, but this was just pure good basketball, by the way, I'm, it's gratifying to see. I tweeted after the game about, um, you know, how exemplary this was and, and the way to play the ball. Great decision and great cut uh, and I'm, I'm up to 2100 likes so far so i guess people are, are, are no I'm, I'm great that's nice you know the record for bob well it's, it's a nice once in a while I, I may not be i don't know if it's a record but it's a good one for me that's pretty good i'm not you know and uh anyway that people appreciated that that what they just saw uh i i i think it's going to have resonance uh you know in the league i think people a very interesting point you made gary about the tape because i i really think it's, it's not just going to be the celtics but it was wonderful to see. I'm like, well, all right, now the rest of the game, you know, had they lost, what would we be saying if they if that they didn't score? What what Big would difference. you have said? Well, sure, but I mean that all the difference in the world, but what we would have said is that they're not ready for prime time and they lost to two great players. You can say what you want about one the play. Net. One play makes oh, that, such a but, difference in the narrative, doesn't it? Not. Of course, Jeff. But well, if you want to go to if you want to go to the yeah. the defense and the offense, you've got to have the defense first. Yep. Oh, well, the, the way they shut down KD in the first three quarters of the first half was amazing. Well, right. you know, oh, yeah, and, you know, he'll he'll bounce back. I'm, I'm not worried about that. The other guy got 39. The other guy was fantastic. We might, yeah. what you, all right, let's – elephants over in the room here. Here we go. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's waving its trunk, okay? Wait a minute. Let's see. Okay. Oh, did I fool anybody? That's the wrong <laughs> finger. The, ele- the um, elephant's in the room. Let's go. All right, go ahead. Uh, Bob Kyrie. Giving everybody the bird throughout, a, the, throughout the game. It, I know. A, it, it ain't going <laughs> to face him in terms of performance. So forget it, folks. The guy's fan. The guy can play. And he's, you know, uh, maybe it'll spur him to doing something stupid. I don't know. But well, he did the final play of the game. Well, what? that's him defensively. That, that's that got nothing to do with anything else. I mean, he, he couldn't that's... stop a 6'10 guy. Come on. That's not. No, I mean, well, I'm but... sorry. When he had the ball, I mean, when he oh. was one on one through that whole thing, I mean, it, they, yeah. oh, it was mean, ridiculous. Yeah. I yeah, mean, get the ball to KD. Right, get the ball to KD. Then. 
But yeah, go uh, ahead, Bob. Oh no, but you know, it's 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 all predictable. You know, he's. Um, I don't want to get too sanctimonious about it. Uh, uh, you know, it, it's 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 not going to help you any. But it's not doesn't surprise me. He is who he, he is. Who he is. He's 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 contemptuous. He's arrogant, and he's good. He thinks he can back it up, and he had thirty nine points, and he shot the he, he would that would have been the number one story if they win the game. That would have been the number one story. That you know, you know the whole the whole package, the heckling and the, and the yeah, well, the screw you folks with thirty nine, and and huge baskets in the fourth quarter. You know the problem. I'll say to this: the problem I'll say, and and, and again, I understand it. I understand people get upset. Uh, athletes these days are, are different than they were years ago. Uh, they'll fight back a little bit more. They'll talk to the crowd. I, I just feel like the more you fight back, Kyrie, on this, the more you might e- escalate the situation. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I worry about. Like, first of all, I don't know if you guys saw the clip at halftime. Somebody yelled, Kyrie, you suck. And he came back with with a comment that I'm not going to repeat. But it was mm-hmm. like, when I went to Pro- – I, I said this last night on NBC Boston. When I went to Providence this year, I had half the student section yelling, Goodman, you suck it. <laughs> Legitimately. And what do you do? You look over and you smile. Yeah, or you wave. Yeah, yeah. Hey, whatever. Go ahead. Call me whatever. You, as long as you don't call my wife or daughter something, yeah. call me whatever you want on Twitter, right. in person. Call me ugly. I don't give a shit. It doesn't matter. Like, take the high road, Kyrie. Unless they are – listen, if they're saying something over the line about your family – or something racist. Yeah, racist. That's- fine. I'm all for it. But we heard what the, you suck, Kyrie, and he fires back with suck my, you know what? I mean, come on. I mean, that's like, just, yeah. That's right. Just, like, he, he, you got to expect that. That's, so, you know, so he, that's is he going to get fined? I'm surprised we haven't heard anything. No, not would, heard anything yet either. I would but think. That's but, the old but, sticks and stones and break my bones category to me. You know, that, 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 that was the way we were raised in the 50s, sticks and stones. Right. Yeah. But now the world is social media. People are used to firing back. And again, Mm -hmm. listen, I could have one guy got up in my face at Providence, literally got up in my face and starts yelling at me. I wanted to punch him. Obviously, (laughs) I wanted to punch him, but I didn't say anything to him. I just said, like, hey, man, like, get away, get away. That's all. Like, just get Mm -hmm. out of my face. That's Mm -hmm. all you have to say. But come on. Like, I I just think, again, Kyrie's got to grow up too here. Now there's sure. some fans that need to grow up as well. Well, Absolutely. that's the concern is that I'm, 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 you know, when you guys say, how will this escalate? We've seen things come out of the stands. Yes. And that's not good, man. No. And, it, you know, it just, right. right. You know, if somebody goes in the stands or out of the stands, I mean, that's it, what I worry about. That's, that's what I worry about. For yeah. some reason, there's a bravado now with a fan that, and sometimes even with the players, you know, that is not great. <laughs> But the you know one problem for us in Boston is given our history. Sure. Uh, I mean, our I mean the city in general, the whole thing. Reputation. You know, the, the, the racism thing is always a, a, hanging around, and and by heckling a, a, a an African American player of great stature in that way, somebody you know somebody's going over the line. Yep. Maybe a guy yelling in the balcony, nobody heard sure. it down the stands. Oh, but it, sure. I mean, and, yeah. and and it doesn't you know it it doesn't reflect well on. on we all pay the price. We all Bostonians. I'm calling myself a Bostonian now. We don't, we, we paid up that price. Right. And it hurts the Celtics with free agency. Because of a few jerks, you know, and that's, that's, that's bad. Well, I will tell you, I will tell you as a television personality, this is the way it goes. They tell me how much they love me. And then while I'm still in 
listening distance, I can hear him go, well, that Tangway is just a real jerk. Yeah. <laughs> so at least you get it to your face. You know, yeah, that's why you wish I mean, you could. This it, this may not even be, be the, the, the most over an example of this uh, circumstance. If we go back to the days of Rick Barry, trust me on that. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. He got crushed? Oh, God. And especially the year, because in 76, he went up on the broadcast crew in the finals. Right, and right. and they let him have it here. You know, I, I, I And I hated him. I hated Rick Barry. Oh, Didn't everybody? Oh, everybody I, hated I Rick know. Barry, right? I hated Rick Barry. Oh, he was a... He was he, he was a piece of work. Let me tell you, I I, I actually you know, he was I, he was I liked him personally a little bit that I got to know him. But but the the public the the face he put up with the public was not geared to win over the anybody. Trust me. All right, we got some other games to move on. Yeah, we got some good stuff. Yeah. All right, but first, let me tell you this: as a small business owner, you are juggling hundreds of balls in the air. You don't have time to interview candidates. So what do you do? You got to find somebody who can help you make more money. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. Then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring to your network. They can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easier to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires from leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. So check them out today. LinkedIn.com slash scribe to post your job for free. That is LinkedIn.com slash scribe. Okay, we'll get to the Sixers right now. And the, the, the thought with the Sixers is that, okay, Harden's going to be too fat and out of shape, but maybe he's not the number two guy, Jeff Gooden. Maybe it's going to be Tyrese Maxey who is going to be the Robin to Embiid's Batman. It's amazing. I mean, like, I remember Maxey, his first college game at the Champions Classic, and he was friggin' unbelievable. Unbelievable. And then after that, he kind of came down to earth, and, you know, he was good at Kentucky, but not great. And, and I thought, honestly, he was a guy that didn't shoot it that well was a score, but slight a build. And, you know, I felt like he could be a piece for the Sixers, but not this, not a consistent guy who, who honestly um, gives you a, a, he gives you a burst. Like that's what Harden doesn't have anymore. He doesn't have that burst. And with the new rules, it takes away from what Harden was able to do so successfully, right? Get to the line whenever he wanted, you know, and, and Maxie's just been a godsend for them. Um, because just explain that shot. a little bit, just explain that. That's a little inside basketball. Explain exactly what you mean on that. Yeah. I mean, the, the hand check, like you, well, first of all, you can't put your hands on the guy. So that helped Harden for so long. Number two, now you can't basically flail into a guy and, and get the call. Right. And that's what Harden was the, doing. Right. Fake and leaning was his calling card and right. he got away with it a lot. And, and right. And then generally barreling over people, he got yes. the benefit of the doubt more than almost yeah. anybody else. And 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 they took that away from him this year. It's thinking about Maxi. I thought Jeff. It almost instantaneously with Harden's arrival is when he moved to the next, this new level. Yeah. He, he well, because Harden's been. Listen, the one thing you can say, like, you can criticize James Harden for a lot of things, but his basketball IQ is extremely, extremely high. He took advantage of that, the way the the game was called to be able to get yeah. to the line as much as he could. Not the most athletic dude in the world. And, and now he's become almost more of a, a point guard. Oh, he is. And Look at his you, totals. He's yeah. got weapons. 
I mean, Embiid might be the best player in the league, or arguably, you know, he, he's top three, five, whatever you want to call him. Tobias Harris now becomes a piece, and Maxi gives you another piece, and their 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 bench is pretty good. So, listen, I don't know if they can win the whole thing, but right now, if Maxi continues to play this way. It gives them a, a fighter's chance. I had put them in my personal back burner, and now they're starting to worry me. Yeah. If I, from a Boston fan standpoint, I'm starting to worry about them. I think we have to absolutely factor them in because I've been picking Milwaukee, as you know, and I still will. But and 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 I'm respectful of Miami, but I had put Philadelphia behind both of them now automatically. Or, uh, but I don't know. I mean, we've not just think we've got five teams. I mean, the Celtics. Who knows? You know, we got guys. Five, it's awesome. I mean, I think teams. that this is the most exciting playoff scenario we've had in years because the all the teams are. You know, I'm going to say, East East goes, oh, it's very good. They're very no. All these teams are so entertaining and so great. They they're awesome, Bob. Yeah. I think this is great for the league. And every once in a while, you we you know we we kind of just just not dismiss. We just. Uh, forget about Miami, and then Duncan Robinson goes off with eight threes. You know, I forget about Miami every day, and, and I don't know why because you know they're so damn good. Well, they are, and Bam, you know, we know Bam is a problem, and and the, the uh, yeah, you know, Jimmy Butler is you know whatever, however cantankerous and however annoying he may be in the locker room <laughs> or wherever. Guys, and, I mean, guys, break break down the names. Like we know that it's a name league, but you got the freak in Milwaukee. Um, you've got Tatum here with the Celtics. You've got Embiid with Philadelphia. You've got Giannis. Durant with Brooklyn. Who am I forgetting any? Am I forgetting somebody else? I mean, Giannis, Trey you got, Young. Yeah, the freak. You freak yeah. But, uh, so those are like those are like names. Those are like all star names that yeah. that we Every haven't had in forever. We haven't had this much depth since Pat Ewing was with the Knicks. And you're you're talking about only the East right now. We haven't oh, even know. gotten to the West. The East yeah. is far more entertaining than it's been in years, yeah. awesome. top to bottom. Because it's been the West, the West, the West. We've talked about the West, I feel like, for the last 10 or 15 years as being the, the dominant conference. And, and now I, I, I love the East because there's not a lot of parity. Yeah, all right. Let's, do you guys want to get to Steph? Are we good on Philly? I'm ready. Yeah, let's go. Okay, Steph, Steph screamed, I'm back. All right, game two. He's back. Coming off the bench. He no was much. highly animated last night. You know, I mean, I, I know he likes to celebrate himself uh, occasionally, but he's really celebrating himself lately. There's something, you know, he, he's he's maybe he doubted how fast he would be able to come back after the injury. I don't know. But what he's done the last two games, especially last night, for people who don't know, he played 23 minutes off the bench and had 34 points. And, uh, uh, yeah, pretty good. Uh, well, that, he's feeling good. I mean, you guys know. I mean, when an athlete doesn't feel well, they're a bitch. They're cranky. Yeah. They're not, you know, and that means he feels good. So look out world. All right. I got a question for Mr. Goodman. Uh, this, I paid scant attention to Jordan Poole in college. I paid scant attention to Jordan Poole last year. I mean, to what extent are you surprised that he's become this level of player? If, if Shocked. You want. Shocked. I mean, five for 10 again last night from three. You knew he was a really good shooter. But, man, Bob Myers, I think he took him, what did he, he go, 28th, 29th? Something late first round. It was yeah, yeah. Toward the end of the first round, a lot of people thought, all right, you know what? You take a flyer on this guy. Maybe he'll he'll be a guy who comes off the bench, makes some threes for the second unit. Now again, he, he's been fortunate to some degree because Clay was hurt that he got an opportunity. And oh. it's all about that, right? It's all about those opportunities. He got it and he took advantage of it. And and now 
I'll tell you what, you look at Maxi, you look at Jordan Poole, and then we're going to go on to the next guy probably in a few minutes, um, Jalen Brunson. I mean, those are three dudes that you just didn't see coming, and they're all different. They all yeah. do different things, but Jordan Poole has given Golden State another dimension. The only thing I think they're still missing is a, a big, athletic, shot-blocking dude, and that, that guy's name is James Wiseman, and no. he just hasn't been helping. No, no, it's Kevin Poole's not the answer there. Uh, Kevin uh, Dooley. Um, 28, you're right. He was 28th, not first-round 28th pick. Um, now, well, my question, you know, when when when, when uh, Clay, you know, he was there w- without Clay, I said, and, and he flourished, and the question was when Clay comes back, and he has to sit yeah. down and, and have minutes reduced. Well, will he adapt? And apparently, you know, he has now. And then he got a chance to now in the playoffs to start again. He's going to have to go back to that role maybe the next game. This isn't going to, you know, forget about this death squad thing. Steph is not coming off the bench anymore. Now, do you remember this, though? Um, it, it, we had a little controversy one year. I think it was 82, 83. I'm not sure. When Larry got hit by uh, Harvey's cut, catchings and he – and he had to wear the mask and, yeah, yeah. and he came off the bench on his way back and it seemed to be working and, and Fitch kept it going longer than most fans thought was appropriate. <laughs> and uh, how did Larry, Larry react to that? Yeah, Larry was cool. Yeah. He was pretty cool. At least, you know, to my knowledge, maybe yeah. behind closed. He story. liked Fitch. Larry but liked he Fitch. He stuck up for Fitch when no one else did, as we well know. But anyway, that's the only comparable thing I can think of as, as, as keeping a guy a superstar. You know, who, who cares? If you're Steph, you've won titles, you've won MVPs. Does it really matter? He knows he's going to be on the court when it matters at of the course. end of the game. I think you're 100% correct. Who cares? He right doesn't care. He's got like, the right Steph is the, to me, he's the outlier superstar. Now, I know you said he's, he's jumping around. He's celebrating a lot more. That's the kid in him. And maybe some people look at his arrogance. I, I do not. I still, I still will say to this day when, when, when I'm able to see Steph in a locker room or wherever, and I don't have any sort of great relationship with Steph. It, it dates back to really probably LeBron camp with him coming out of Davidson his last year at Davidson. And he will, he will come up to me and say hello to me every single time. And yeah. not a lot of guys at that level do that. You know, so I, I just don't think Steph has changed much. Um, I respect the hell out of how he's been. You never hear anything negative about him. And I think he's fine with coming off the bench at this stage of his career. And about the team, by the way, uh, we have I, – I am now prepared to say they got a shot. And, and uh, yeah, we were, they'd be much better off with a, 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 a deterrent guy. In the, yeah. But the fact is, they're, they're feel, I, I think they feel pretty good about themselves right now. And, and Draymond is – by the way, uh, holding uh, Jokic to uh, unheard of sh- yep. shooting percentages, and, and Jokic got so fed up, you know, he got he got himself tossed last night, and uh, and Draymond had just yeah. he gave him an official wide wave goodbye, uh, <laughs> yes. you know, as only Draymond would. But no, but seriously, uh, attention must be paid now to the Warriors. I, I could I could, can easily foresee foresee a Warriors a Suns. How many teams? Uh, okay, here's Summit. my question to you, Bob. Here's my question. How many teams do you see as legitimate contenders yeah. to win this whole thing right now? I'd say one. All right, I'm not. I'm going to be strict. I'll be a hard okay. marker here. Okay, go ahead. Two in the East, which are the Milwaukee and Miami, because yep. they're the more more proven. Philadelphia, and I'm not. I can't put the Celtics there yet. They got yep. too many. They got to get by this series. 
Yep. And in the West, uh, Phoenix, no reason to doubt them at all. Yep. And then I think the next team is Golden State. Yeah. So you have four. You have four teams. Yeah. Realistically, with a chance to. That's the to, four. There's my the four. My, this is my first inner, inner sanctum. I, I agree. I mean, I don't. I think out of the West, you've only got two teams, and that's Phoenix and Golden State. I think out of the East, you could have a surprise, you know, again. Me, you, you could I'm have. I'm still worried about the Nets in Philly. And right, I, I right. hear you. Yes. The Nets in Philly, right. to me, because they got stars. And they're an X factor, though. I mean, you know, you don't know. They got stars. But if Simmons comes back, does he mess things up? Does Kyrie keep his head on straight? I mean, did the Nets get out of the series with the Celtics? Who knows? Philadelphia, does Harden all of a sudden have a couple of big games? Maxi's come up. You get Embiid. Yeah, you never know. If you get Embiid and Durant on a team with a decent supporting cast, I'm, I'm not counting them out. I, I I would favor Philly over them in in this discussion, from what I've seen of Philly because yeah. I don't. But well, more but I, I'm not just. Right. I I could make the devil's advocate argument that you just made as yeah. well, but uh, so I just yeah, say, no no I hear you Bob I get it no I now mean, I have to admit that there's a factor that sways me to Philly and it's called Doc Rivers <laughs> so I'm rooting for Doc you know if if the Celtics don't win I went to, I went to I went Doc to win frankly that's that's Bob Ryan. That's a personal. That's a personal. <laughs> Bob loves Doc. I do too. I, do I love too. Doc too, and he's been maligned, obviously. Yeah. Um. So I, I I'm no, kind of with live. Bob here. He's got yeah. stuff to live with, and he knows it. And 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 I I heard him yesterday a bite and make an allusion to the idea that I want to win badly. Uh, the feeling of winning is unsurpassed. It's great. And he said, but the feeling of not of you know of not winning when you think you can win is is awful. And he ought to know. Yeah. Not winning those seventh games, you know, three one leads, plural, you know. Well, um, I just like him because he's not an asshole, and right oh, now well, in this world, it's good oh, enough for me. You want him as your next door neighbor? Oh, you? that's, that's a category of guys. Yeah. I always said the first coach I said that that uh, he's like your next door neighbor. Oh, he just happens to coach the Celtics. That was Chris Ford. Right, he, was, right. he was as regular a guy as I ever encountered in coaching ever at that point to that point. Now, uh, and but but Doc is a. He's a real regular person too. He's not. He's not a. He's not some look at me guy at all. He's a. He's a real person, and I, I'm. I'm really fond of Doc. I'm, I admit it. But anyway. But technically speaking, I, I understand your argument for the Nets. They're, they're worrisome. They worry the hell out of you with those two guys. There's no doubt. Uh, all right. Look, you guys want to move on to uh, Jalen Brunson? Yeah. Oh, do I? Bob, <laughs> <laughs> oh, go ahead. Thank you. Jalen Brunson is a personal little clinic of how to play that position. He just isn't the most athletic guy in the world, and he's not that big. He just happens to be a born point guard, who, who, and, he is, and he's made the most of every ounce of ability that God gave him. And, and last night, but, 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 and never dreamed there was a 40-point game in him, screaming to get out. That, that is one of the most surprising things to me, that Jalen Brunson had a 41-point playoff game. I saw Jalen Brunson having a 20-assist game long before I saw him ever having a 41-point game. God love him. No, he's a wonderful – I want him. I've been wanting him. I, I want him coming off my bench, you know, in Boston right now. Oh, boy. But uh, so I'm a, I'm a major member of the fan club. So I, I texted Jay Wright, who Brunson won two national titles at Villanova. I texted him on Saturday. <laughs> and I said, is it just me? Or there's so many similarities between Jalen Brunson and Kyle Lowry, right? Both kind of undersized, don't look the part. Neither are super athletic. Question coming out of high school. Brunson was higher rated coming out of high school, but still question coming out of college. And he wrote back, definitely 
Believe it or not, Gillespie is similar to Jalen too. I did a story on Colin Gillespie earlier this year, Villanova senior point guard, and I texted Jalen Brunson. He literally texted me right back. We talked about Gillespie for a while. One of the, one of the fun parts of the conversation was when people talk about Villanova's point guards, Villanova's team overall, but specifically their point guards, they talk about them being robots. They don't show any emotion. Mm. So I, I asked um, Jalen that and, and Gillespie, both of them I've talked to, and, and Jalen just laughed about it. He's like, yeah, that's kind of how we're taught at Villanova. He's <laughs> like, we actually do have personality. I, I know we don't show it, but we actually do have personality. And Jalen Brunson, honestly, not many kids you root for more than Jalen Brunson because he plays the game the right way, Bob. He is the kind of guy that coaches use his yes. examples to people. I talked about with about him with Rick when Carlisle was still coaching him. Yes. And, and he, and, and, I mean, it, it's so good to see someone like that and to see someone like that have success. Yes. So meanwhile, I thought they were going to get swept without Luca. And, and that shocked the hell out of me. And, and um, you know, I, I still think they're going to lose. But, but I, I, uh, that, that's a wonderful night for, for Jalen Brunson. One more okay. series in that, uh, that side I want to just throw out there. And, and I'm not hardly alone. But the sneaky, fun, fun-filled series is Minnesota and right. Memphis. Yes. Well, what about so far, so I'm going to throw this one out to you, Mr. Goodman. Just speak among yourself. Anthony Edwards, go ahead. Tell me. What do you think? So I really questioned him. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, I didn't love him. They didn't win any games at Georgia. They won five SEC games. He was tough to watch. Second half of the year, bad teammate, bad body language, bad shot selection. But looking back, listen, nobody questioned his, his talent. Look at him, big, strong, athletic. My, my, my biggest question was Tom Crean didn't know how to use him. He played him with a ball in his hands all the time at the point when he mm-hmm. had another point named Severe Wheeler, who yeah. plays at Kentucky right now. And it's yes, a yes. pass first point. Yes. Instead, he played Edwards at the point because I feel like he, he, he got sold a, a bill of goods that maybe he made a promise to him that he'd play him at the point. I don't know what it was, but he, he, he misutilized Anthony Edwards in college. Um, I still want to see it's impacted winning way earlier than I thought Anthony Edwards would. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to see it sustain itself. Yeah, That's but awesome. it's it's it's, yeah. a, it's really interesting though. Thirty six in the last time out, of course. Oh Towns, yeah, you know, you know Towns yeah. is going to score, uh, and of course the other side you got Mister Excitement, you know, uh, and Morant, and uh, so that's it. But that's once again what we're seeing at the outset, uh, Gary. We were all, I think, all year we kind of everybody who loves this sport uh, said it could be a good playoffs. It could be a good playoffs. You know, awesome. guess what? After awesome. the early returns, we were right. It it, it it's setting itself up to be a tremendous playoffs. As we wrap things up, Bob has uh, yet to see um, episode three of Winning Time on HBO. Oh, we can't do this every episode, Gary. We can't. We can't. We can't do this every episode. You're going to rile Bob up for the rest of the day. Can I, can I just tell you one thing? And I told him this off the air. I saw episode seven. I, I, I love it. I'm infatuated with it. And it's kind of tough because the Celtics are the bad guys. I mean, it's look, folks, this is entertainment. It's not fact. All right. It's not fact. But Jason Clark playing Jerry West um, is so nervous, he can't go in the garden. So he's listening to the game in the limo, right? And uh, Maxwell passes to Bird. And then uh, uh, Jerry West, Jason Clark is Jerry West, goes, mother bleeping cornbread. <laughs> and I clipped it and I sent it to Cedric. <laughs> it's awesome. It's so good. 
it, oh, look, man. it's a little cartoonish when it comes to the right, stuff. Now, there's a, there's a soupçon of truth in that vignette in right. that he wouldn't come to Boston at all. Oh, yeah, he wouldn't go in. Yeah, he, 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 and, and by the way, even some of his own home games, suppose the story is he would ride around. Come on. He wouldn't even stay in the forum. Yeah, yeah. it's like, it's really. No, he, no, he's totally, you know, got issues, <laughs> you know, and if you read his book, he admits to them. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, in all honesty, the, the seriousness of the, I mean, the point that the point of this of this show that I like, which I think is is pays tribute to Jerry West, is Jerry West. Yes, it shows his character arc. He had a very difficult childhood as Bob. Very difficult. Abuse of the whole bit. The Celtics thing haunted him. He put immense pressure on himself. And West made the move that started it all for the showtime. When nobody else, he stepped down and he hired McKinney. And, you know, McKinney comes in and, and McKinney started showtime. West makes the move. Has McKinney do it? You know, McKinney had the bike accident, which is unfortunate. But you know, way, we've got Kyrie, breaking news: Kyrie was fined fifty thousand dollars for uh, oh, okay. the middle finger uh, okay. dropping the bucket for him. But anyways, that's I just wanted to West, throw that out. Concluding with West, eighteenth of nineteenth uh, of uh, April is the sixtieth anniversary of Selby's shot, and that uh, people who basketball know very well what I'm talking about in game seven of the 1962 finals Celtics and Lakers the Lakers had the last shot a 15 footer left roughly on the left baseline Frank Selby took it and missed it and the Celtics went on a one in overtime behind Bill Russell's 30 points and 40 rebounds <laughs> anyway yeah you know just another night at the office for the, <laughs> I think, yeah I know but, but West I'm sure this is not an anniversary that will please Jerry West don't bring it up to Jerry West uh so anyway but uh yeah so there you go. Good stuff, guys. And uh, I'm sure next week we will have just as much to talk about. Oh, we're yes, we're going to be rolling for the rest of it until right. June. I'm, I'm, I'm headed to the game tomorrow night. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Game yeah. two. Uh, I wish we would see. I don't think we'll see Robert Williams or Ben Simmons, but uh, hopefully we'll get another hell of a game. All, All right, right, guys. Talk to you later.